Welcome everyone to Watch More Football. This is the brand new Genreverse sorry, Sports YouTube channel. It is brand new, we've just created it and this is going to be the first video that's on it. Uh, we are part of the Genreverse family, which means if you go and check out the main Genreverse uh, YouTube channel, you'll find all our usual entertainment news, reactions, reviews, all the kind of videos that, that people love on there as well. Uh, my name's Cam Clark, I'm your host of this show. Um, I'm also a senior editor at LRMonline.com. Uh, please go and check that out for all written entertainment news, reviews, all that stuff, geek news, uh, rumours. We've got all that covered on there as well. So, what is this? This is a football podcast that is essentially focused on the English Premier League and the teams that are involved in the English Premier League and um, and the competitions that they will do, whether those be in Europe or domestic competitions as well. I said my name already. Um, we've also got um, some other guys here, friends of mine. Um, so I'm going to introduce you to them. Uh, we've got Dave, um, who is a Chelsea fan. Say hi, Dave. Hello, everyone. We've got Mick, who's a Newcastle United fan. Say hi, Mick. Hi, Mick. Uh, I knew he was going to do that. I just <laughs> knew he was going to do that. And then Ryan, who's a Man United fan. Hi. I was going to do hi, Mick, as well. <laughs> you, are, you were going to do hi, Mick. Well, it's hi, Mick, from everyone then. I'm actually a Newcastle United fan as well. Boo, I know. Sorry. but uh, So there's two years here. And this podcast will absolutely have all our biased views as fans of these clubs. Do not expect reasons... Uh, well explored, um, you know, and unbiased views. That's just not going to happen. Um, how this began is we all met just over a decade ago on a video game forum, and instead of talking about video games, we decided it would be more fun to argue with each other about football instead. And ten years later, we're now a WhatsApp group that just discusses the English Premier League and everything that happens in it every week and, and slag each other off. So, so that's what the podcast is essentially about. We're going to look at all the results that have happened at the weekend, the big, big talking points, predictions that we think are going to happen for the rest of the season, and we'll we'll look at some games that are coming ahead as well. So the first place for us to really start then is the results for this weekend. So, producer uh, Kyle, if you could bring up the results page for the weekend's fixtures, please. So guys, um, I've just got to go through these kind of one by one in the order that they're in and just get any kind of views for you, for you on the kind of results <coughs> and what you expected. Forest beat Villa 2-0. Fantastic result. Came out of nowhere. Fantastic uh, result. Yeah. <laughs> you have a good home record though, don't they, uh, Forest, at the moment? It's not right, isn't it? You know, they're not... They're a not hard team to beat in dogs. <clears throat> And, and Villa are the sort of team, the way they play, they either absolutely batter who they're playing or they get battered themselves. So it's, yeah. They've kind of got that style where if a team knows how to get at them, they can they can get at them, don't they? But, um, but still, the first game of the season. result. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I do remember that one very, very fondly. Uh, but, I mean, yeah. since that game, though, Villa have actually went on and done well. They're sitting ab above Newcastle on the table. You know, I mean, they're, they're looking as if they're in the hunt for the kind of top five. So they're, they're a solid <laughs> team. So it was a bit of an unexpected result, eh? Well, yeah, in, uh, Emery's done a brilliant job there. But can he sustain it in the league? Because he couldn't at Arsenal. But was Arsenal doing a good job from? Arsenal? <clears throat> no, he didn't. But 
he's doing really good there, but I see him more of a, a knockout football manager, if you know what I mean. He's brilliant in the Cups. Oh, yeah, he's going to win the Conference then. League with them oh, as well. He's been he? excellent since he's come in. <laughs> he, he, he absolutely you could see Villa winning the Conference League this year. I, I wouldn't be surprised at all. No, yeah, no, because if West Ham can do it last year, they can the do easy games, year. you know, and just play the top team in the league every week, get a good league position, and then you know, once the knockout competition comes along, they can start mm. playing a stronger team. So, yeah. Anyway, Luton drew with Liverpool one-one. Wow. That was a surprise result. Luton, <laughs> literally one of the smallest you can't, teams ever to be in the Premier League. So you can't be annoyed. At, you can't be annoyed at it because of who scored Liverpool's goal. Exactly, yeah. 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 I know, right. I know. And at the time that he scored it as well. <laughs> yeah. Ah, yeah, a, absolutely. A proper kick in the teeth for Luton. They were so close. It, it was, though. It was, though. But, I mean, you can't look yeah. at the game as a whole and say like, Luton deserved three points for that game, though, can you really, I, I, you know. I can I know, just say, it was just... sorry, uh, Chelsea have just scored. It's 1-1. Oh. Don't like Spurs. So, who, who, cool. who scored, yeah. Mick? Sterling. Yeah, goodbye. Oof. Shocker. He's the only one that does score for you guys, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, what were you saying about start. Liverpool? You, I think you were going as, as a Man United fan. <clears throat> Oh no no nothing nothing like that. I was gonna I was gonna say everyone was talking about Luton's ground, which is built into a block of flats, mm. Um, mm. and how that was going to be a bit of a leveler, which hasn't really happened. And I think yesterday because it was one of the first big boys that came round, it pro- you know it was the first time that it happened all season. <laughs> and yeah. I, you know I think I think they gave as good as they got. You know it was you know they had a limited game plan, but. It was effective. He made some good saves as well. Yeah. You know, it was just Trent, Nunes Trent had an awful day. time all night and all that sort of thing. So, yeah. Anyway, yeah. next one: Fulham nil, Man United one. Obviously, your team, Ryan. So, start with your opinions. Um, I mean, it doesn't really mean anything. You know, I'm, I've sort of the way the season's gone. I'm, I'm not really. You know, any result is not really an indicator of where United are. I mean, the main the main thing result though, if not performance. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he needs a win. Yeah, he needs a win definitely. Yeah. Um, the, I mean, the main things for that is United pretending that Harry Maguire wasn't concussed when he was clearly concussed. Okay. He was staggering around like he'd just come out of a nightclub. Um, and the other one was Rashford didn't play at all. Um, United saying he was injured. But equally, in the press conference before, uh, Ten Hag had a go at him for celebrating his birthday at a pre-planned party after the Derby defeat. So do you think it was criticized... a discipline issue, maybe? Yeah, so he, he criticised him and said it was unacceptable. But that was after he'd named him on the bench for the cup tie against Newcastle. So it's it's a bit weird. I mm. think he's... I haven't know, brought him on. Maybe. Yeah. So yeah, I think he's maybe... You know, there's no way he only found out about that on Thursday. So I think he's maybe... It didn't go well, that cup tie. It didn't no. no, yeah. Chelsea's goal disallowed handball. Ah, well, there you yeah, go. Blatant still one out with Spurs. Still yeah, flying high. I think and, that day result... I'm watching, we are recording this while the last game of this weekend's fixtures is on uh, Chelsea versus Spurs. So we, we may give you some running commentary on it, <laughs> but, but really, we, well, obviously we can't really discuss it at the moment because it's happening while we're, we're running. Alright, so yeah, Man United still don't look any better, but you know, it's a good result at the end of the day. But really, Fulham yeah. need to be beating these mid table sides. <laughs> <laughs> I've, got, I've got to say, it's it's one of those it's one of those games where 
<laughs> if the other team have an active part to play in the game, it tends to get overblown against United. It's not like Fulham played United off the pitch. It's just, you know, they had some of the ball and therefore United were crap. And it's, uh, I just thought it was you know, United weren't, from United weren't brilliant at all, but Fulham weren't any good. I thought in the second half. I thought in the second half, Fulham were really lucky not to score. I don't yeah, know how they we had lots score. of chances. Yeah, they had well, I loads it, of chances. I, <clears throat> I said, "This has got one 0 United written all over it." <laughs> yeah, United, yeah and, uh, and, and and equally, yeah. it could have gone a lot differently if that uh, McTominay goal had, had stood at the start. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. yeah, and I think yeah. with <laughs> with the way the confidence in the squad is at the minute, that sort of setback it it put heads down and they couldn't really get out of it. And it's ve they're very much sort of confidence team if things are going well it's brilliant but if something goes wrong then everyone sort of loses it a bit yeah they are very much a confidence team that's uh, worth discussing just, another time for sure when just, we're, we're uh, kind of focusing them a bit more just give uh, Ten Hag a couple more weeks in his position I think <laughs> then do you think he's going to get sacked Mike like genuinely does anybody actually think well, he will get at the sacked start, if you look back through the predictions at the start of the season I said Ten Hag would be the first one to be sacked has anybody well, been sacked? No. I mean, uh, I don't. No, no, no one's been sacked yet. Is it Lopetegui yeah. or something from Wolves? No, he but, left. Well, no, he left before oh, the start. season oh. hadn't actually started. It was like Gary yeah. and you come in in the second. I think the first game they played with a, a caretaker or something, and Gary and you come yeah, in. No, no Gary and was in for the first game. He came. Was in he? Like the oh, week there you go. Yeah. But it was like maybe twenty-four hours before I mean, or something like that. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't think Ten Hag's immune from getting sacked, but I just don't see the point in sacking him, to be honest, yeah. because it's not, not before I mean, Jim. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's not. He's doing some weird things at the minute, but what's going wrong is not really down to him. I got to say, what, what's going wrong on the pitch is down to him, though. He's the manager. He's the one that coaches them. He's the one that should be getting the the it right on the yeah, pitch. At the every man, every manager I, for the last. What three, four managers yeah. hasn't been able to get a tune out of these yeah. guys? So I mean, I, I to wonder. If, yeah, I fall. think he's he's fighting too many fires at the minute to do any actual coaching. Mm. All right, what about um, let's move on? Brentford three, West Ham two. I don't think you can call that a surprise result, can you? I'm really? not surprised. Brentford could be anyone, but West Ham, game, West Ham have had a good start to the season. Yeah, they did one bad week where they think they had that. They were terrible in midweek, terrible at the weekend, and then they kind of came back strong again. They just put Arsenal yeah. at the EFL Cup as well. So yeah, yeah. It was since they got beat off Olympiacos, they had a little bit of a dip, and then obviously mm. they beat Arsenal. But, but then they're just getting beat again. You know, Redford can beat anybody in the day, though, can they? Yeah, yeah they yeah, could. Yeah. yeah. The um the goal from Kudus for for West Ham was. Really oh yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. sort of over yeah. the shoulder bicycle kick sort of thing. He's a good but, player. But West Ham just couldn't deal with the crosses from Brentford at all. It was like, two late goals as well, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. all, yeah, all yeah. I West Ham goals winning just most of the game. Yeah. Crosses causing chaos. Yeah. Yeah, never right uh, Brentford though. Oh, Everton, finish. Um, one one with Brighton. That was um, maybe one of the most surprising results in the weekend. Yeah. You know? Brighton are in a bit well, of think, a dip, aren't they? they are, yeah, Brighton aren't really coping yeah. with the um with the European fixtures with Europe, and obviously mm. they've lost a couple of players as well. And not yeah, we have, yeah. everyone just thought that Brighton had this conveyor belt of players, and it doesn't matter. Yeah, that they would just gonna... keep going. Mm. The start they'll look like that, isn't it? Like yeah. those players that they've lost. I think that you know they're still a good side, but it's it's a bit like Villa. They're either going to absolutely batter a team or they're going to struggle. Um, and Everton are sort of 
similar in that they play well but don't get the results, but occasionally it comes together for them. They're nowhere near relegation candidates nah, this year. I think, ever, I think everyone else is, <sighs> is way too bad to... Is this one getting chalked off as well, Mick? Yeah. Looks like it. Caicedo's just scored. Yeah, scored for Chelsea, but it's got. Well, even these, as we say, even these chopped off goals can um, can um, can have an impact. Um, I don't think we need to talk about City beating um, Bournemouth six one. I think <laughs> the only was, thing I'll how, say is how many that they were going to get. Doku, ha- Haaland didn't even score. <laughs> Did he? No, he didn't need yeah, to score. He went off injured just half time. It was like. It was yeah. just easy. They oh, just, that is... They just walked through them. Um, Are you saying that's come off Jackson? And then, maybe a surprise result, Sheffield United getting the first win of the this is a goal, season this. Um, against Wolves as well. Mm. Um, Wolves I mean, were robbed. Wolves were robbed, weren't they? Really? Yeah, they were robbed. Yeah. Never a penalty. Never a penalty. Never a penalty. And two weeks mm, in a row that... They've had basically the same thing. Obviously, last week it favoured us as Newcastle United fans because we got a penalty, but let's be honest, it wasn't a penalty. Stonewall. Stonewall, stop being being unbiased. You said there was no unbiased. No, no, but I'm not being unbiased, but you know, you look at that and you can say, I'm glad we got it, but it wasn't a pen. No, um, definitely not. It was the same for me this week. He kicks the ground and not the player, but it looks and slow and and like real play as if he fell over. And that's just the start of some of the bad and he even tried to like, this weekend. He even tried to pull out of it. Like You could see that he was sort of overbalanced. And he was doing everything that he could to not it, touch him, but still did. It was just like Groundhog yeah. Day for them. It was a carbon copy. Yeah. It was pretty much exactly the same penalty that they've conceded yeah. as what they did against us. So well, it wasn't a penalty. Always, ha- so always hated those penalties where someone's going to... They won't get it or something like that. And Gary yeah. was just going to blow up. Always, always hated those penalties when someone's going to clear the ball and the striker just sort of sneaks up behind yeah. him and, and nicks a touch. I remember one eight ages ago, um, Shane Long did it to um, Martin Skirtle, and it's just, yeah. it's just, but it's you know. Well, they pull through and kick them, but when they when yeah. they pull out in time and it still doesn't, it wasn't the uh, you know Wolves have had a hard run the last couple of weeks. Let's just put it that way. Um, final game Saturday obviously was uh, and, and the final game for us to talk about is uh, Newcastle beat Arsenal 1-0 yeah, get it up please uh, but um, you know there, there is absolutely obviously a lot to discuss about this particular game because there was a lot of controversy um, so let's just get straight in here um the, the game was for me was kind of defined by the first tackle and what happened was with the yellow card for Havertz, right? So, um, so that's a Kel, card can you bring up the image, uh, the first image we asked you to bring up, which is um, somebody looking as if they're about to karate kick someone in the kneecaps, um, and that's obviously the the Havertz tackle we're talking about. So I'm just going to, I mean, Mike, red card, you see 100%. Red card? no question, is. See, for me, it's a red He's card. He's off well. the floor. But we're biased. Both feet are off the floor. He's, mm-hmm. he's flew into it. It's reckless. It's dangerous. And he gives a yellow card. And then he books three of our players just for saying, well, what are you doing? Just saying. Yeah. 
well, funny, I, I agree with two of those yellow cards because two of them went in his face, but Anthony Gordon yeah. just stood there in the position he was in anyway and spoke to the guy in like what a normal yeah. voice, not even moving his hands about and still got a yellow card. So I don't understand Gordon's, <laughs> but I kind of get the other two if you go by the, yeah. the letter but of the law. The, the funny thing is, I've I, I seen the video and Lascelles was running over to Havertz and he pushed him and he says, you try to do him there and Havertz just stood there and smirked at him. Uh, yeah. I would have probably slapped so, him. That, there's the, there's the biased point of view for two Newcastle <laughs> fans. So let's get to the non-biased views. I'll start with you, Dave. Red card or not? Yeah. Um, well, as you can see from the image, it looks like his studs are going to take his uh, shins off, but it's his training leg oh, which off. actually gets him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, both feet off the ground. I can see why it, it could be a red, but I can also see you see plenty of them giving yellows nowadays. But I just can't see why Here's that the game. Thing, right? Was aggressive. If Longstaff doesn't, it's, let's say Longstaff beats the kick and takes a step forward, what happens? He hits his angles. Yeah, yeah. It's a career ender. So yeah. you know, Havertz has got no control at that point. If he's in the air, you can't you can't mm. pull your legs away. Ryan, what's your opinion? Yeah, Yellow. I mean, it's it's definite red. Um, no, it's red. definite red. Um, even though like it's the trailing that leg that hits him if you have a look at the whole play Longstaff's just sort of shepherding the ball out to go out for a throw in in like no danger whatsoever it's not an urgent thing Havertz is trying to get fired up he runs from like 20 meters away and yeah it's the distance it's he comes just, from it's, and just, he goes, it's a yeah. stupid tackle and and you like you say you know a couple of inches either way and and he could break his ankle mix about to say that Christian Romero's just been sent off yeah he's, he's off Chelsea, I, I don't agree with Chelsea that have a penalty this is the same VAR check from the Kaiseido goal that just got um, disallowed. They've, yeah. they've disallowed the goal, but given a penalty. Oh, oh what, it's still so, going on. Yeah, VAR. Yeah. Um, so, I, I what I was going to say. That one, the, um, the Javier's one, I don't think the, the VAR could have necessarily stepped in and said it definitely was. I don't think it was necessarily a VAR call. I just think the rest could yeah. Mm. But it is a VAR call because it's the wrong decision. Yeah, it's, it, it, we've yeah. seen we've seen things like that get turned over where it, you know a sort of mm. innocuous looking tackle gets slowed down and always oh, touched his ankle, so therefore it's a red. And I don't see why the earth can overturn that. Yeah, well, oh, every nice penalty under the sun disagrees with um, with that opinion because they're all saying it's a it's a yellow. But then you would imagine that from because they're biased the other way. The second thing to talk in. about. Sorry, Arsenal came in with the mentality and the attitude of, look, we went there last time and we got kicked off the park. We lost. Let's go there and kick them off the park. That's the way Arsenal came. Now, that tackle epitomised that. Now, yeah. we turned around and went, all right, you want that? We'll give you it back. They didn't like it. They went, no, I, I, I agree with that. Again, yeah. probably biased, but I, I think they probably well. They probably watched the, um, the Newcastle PSG game where, like, you know, People like Dan Byrne were going in doing similar tackles, but they were good tackles and they were winning the ball. Yeah, and and the entire crowd was going up and and they ended up playing PSG off the park and they were hoping to maybe do a bit of that themselves. But I think all it yeah. did was just fire Newcastle up more. And fire Hard the crowd to do up. that away though when you've got the crowd yeah. behind you because it's yeah you know, um, that's easier to do it. I was listening awesome. to another, yeah. I was listening to another podcast this morning and um, and a couple of the guys on that described Newcastle as Atletico Tyneside. And it's very similar, sort of, 
you know, yeah. it's it's a very sort that. of organised. We're more goals than them, though. Nice, high yeah. intensity. Well, they've scored. They've scored a lot actually. Are they? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah so it wasn't, well, you know, it wasn't meant as like a sort of anti-football sort of thing, but it's it's very much the sort of aggressive, you know, good start from good defence, start from strong challenges, and <clears> go from there sort of play that the Atletico Madrid do. Yeah. yeah I so anyway, the, the second defence, I, I don't think. I, 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 I'm not sure actually what you all think. I will um, give my Bruno, own The Bruno red card should Bruno have walked for the forearm and the head? Yes. yes. Absolutely. Did he end up? He ended up getting booked towards the end of the match, didn't he, for a hand in the face? But I think that could have been like his fifth yellow card over the course. Yeah, of the but match, he, he, he never even. Yeah. He didn't even hit his face. It was like his yeah. chest towards his neck yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, but like he put, you know, before I don't even know if that the was elbow. He, I mean, he should have been off, so yeah. it doesn't matter. Before the so. elbow, he put in, he, he put him sort of a dodgy challenge, and then right on half time, there were there was like a spare ball on the pitch, and he booted it at an Arsenal. Right, but the dodgy challenge he put, and he slides right, he goes two feet, he, he slides in the ground, but he's three feet away from the attacker, so it's not like yeah. anywhere near him, and he's in control because yeah. he's sliding in the ground, he's not in the <clears> air. So I don't think that was that bad, but at the that, end of the day, he should have got sent off for what, he, when he tried to wrestle somebody. So he, he elbowed Jorginho in the head. That's a red card. That's a then there was an instant where he just ran into the back of him and pushed him over. Yeah, that was a yellow. That, that could have been. That well. was a yellow. Yeah. yeah then that was a there was the the ball off an Arsenal player. There's another yellow card. Well, and that could the... have been a yellow card for Havertz as well, though, at that point, because he was yeah. the one taking the free kick. But apparently, it wasn't, it was the, nobody got done for that ball. because there was two balls yeah. on the pitch. Yeah. So, yeah. basically. Nothing happened. Oh, 2-1 Chelsea. It's not. Interesting. No, no I'm sorry. Um, um, so, we all agree anyway that was a red card for Bruno. But, you know, what I will say is, he would never have been as <sighs> hit up as that if the Havertz challenge hadn't went in. Like yeah, exactly. the first place. No, I'm not saying that excuses it, but no, you can't. But the, you can't have one way or the other. As well. The ref lost control of the game, and and Bruno yeah. sort of lost his head a little bit. He just let it get too physical. Yeah, and and you know well, that, that makes, is... and that's the reason some people have went to the next part, which we're going to talk about, which is the goal sort of on goal um, that happened. So. Just quickly, going to go through your opinions, and then we'll break it down. Mick, goal or not goal? <sighs> I'm half and half. The ball's not out of play for a start. They're going on for three falls. The ball was out of play. It was a push by Joel and, and Gordon was offside. The ball wasn't out of play. Now, it looks from one angle it is, but you've got to think of the spear of the ball. That was not out of play. The push is the only thing that I'm thinking maybe. As soon as you put two hands on the back of a player, you are running the risk of getting in the way of foul. I don't care. Saliba was already dipping down because he was going to try and flick the ball away before Joel Linton put his hands on him. But you still run that risk when you put your hands on the back. So if that goal had been disallowed for that, I wouldn't have complained. Yeah. Gordon offside? No, he's behind the ball when it's after I hit Joel Linton. You can't be offside if he's behind the ball. I think they, they couldn't prove who it hit as well and whether it had hit... Um, <clears throat> yeah. Whether it had hit um, Gabriel first... Um, so you know if they can't prove it they can't do it with that one as well so yeah it, it really it all comes down to it's whether just it's a foul so yeah. for you you're 50-50 Dave what do I'm you gonna think I'm going to say no foul? no foul you're going to say no no foul um, yeah 50-50 yeah, as well you see him giving all the time as 
mm. bowels. Um, but I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Either way. I'm just going to say no because I don't like Arsenal anymore. <laughs> <laughs> when, a new when rivalry you... is born. When did you ever like <laughs> Arsenal? Who does that? Born at the moment. That's true. Ryan, was the you? Was it? I... Was it a push? Was it? A, I'm, okay? I'm going to say screw you guys. It was definitely not a goal. It was definitely a foul from Joel Linton. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Ryan. Come on, Ryan. Yeah. I kind of have to agree with Ryan. I, I do struggle. <laughs> I, I do struggle. Uh, this is my point of view. See if that happened to Newcastle. I'd be caught, and I know that's biased, mm. right? But I'd be shouting from the rooftops that that was a foul and I'd be doing my dinger <sighs> because of that. Um, so, you know, I can totally understand the point of view. But at the end of the day, it was given. Um, and that's that. Arsenal lost. You know, first game that they've got to say, did they deserve anything from the game though? Really? Yeah, really so they, they conceded that goal, then it probably shouldn't be given, but they did absolutely nothing themselves anyway. Yeah, oh, I can't, I can't think of a single chance they had. They said the, the he never had any shot. chances, but Wilson had the chance that he put over the bar, um, and Gordon had the chance that he, he kind of lost his feet on a little bit. Um, so I think we did have a couple of chances, but. The, the only the only notable shot they had was Martinelli's and it went straight down Pope's throat. Yeah. That, that, because that we, really we defended well against them. You know, they didn't avoid the gap, so we concentrated in defending both wings because <laughs> that's where the creativity was and they, they just didn't avoid the gap to, but, to but do just it in the Mark, middle. Mark Sack and Martinelli out of the game and Arsenal are knackered. They've got nothing. Yeah, they didn't have anybody creating anything. So, you know, it just it worked. Um, <laughs> But, you know, obviously the, the controversy did not end because after the game, uh, Mikel Arteta... Well, actually, let's take a, a listen to it. Kyle, if you can bring up the, the, the video um, showing Michael, Mikel Arteta's interview after the game, please. ...the way we played and we didn't deserve to lose the match playing in the run and then we didn't lose the match because of the, the clear and obvious decisions. It's embarrassing. It's a disgrace. That's what it is, a disgrace. Will you be taking this up with PGMOA? Yeah, we've been taking it for many months. There's so much at the stake. We put so many hours. I'm here to represent the football club and to get my team to compete at the highest level. The margin is so small. It's a disgrace. It's embarrassing. That's how I feel. <laughs> Sorry, I'm watching the, I'm watching the match. Because I can't yeah. see anything. It's an absolute well, stunt, isn't it, mate? Stuff. Yeah. So yeah. So that's it. Uh, that's what uh, Michael Arteta thought thought of that one. So you know, obviously, back comedy aside, we've not took the actual video, and we're already in a few tears in there. That's just a little kind of or somebody else's joke that we've absolutely ripped off them from Twitter. <laughs> but um, you know, hey, that's how the world works. So you know, what do you guys actually think of Arteta's reaction? It's Start unusual behaviour from him. I, yeah. yeah, you never it's really unusual. see him react like that. So he's feeling the pressure now, I think. Um, it is very uh, unusual. He gets over overly emotional on the side of the pitch. Maybe not in his interviews, but he <laughs> kind of gets overly emotional on the side of the pitch a lot of the time, though. I thought it was quite funny, Jacob Murphy, calling him a Lego head. <laughs> But he, he, I think that interview was over the top. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. I think I think you know I know you know me and Dave are saying like it was definitely a foul, but it is, you know, there were three different three or four different things to check, um, and and each one of them could have gone either way. You know, it wasn't 
it wasn't as bad as say like the Liverpool Spurs one a few weeks ago, where it was no. blatantly just no. everything had gone wrong and and the process had failed and all that sort of thing. It was very that was objectively wrong. Yeah, you know. Whereas these were all these were all sort of yeah these were all subjective decisions and and yeah we might say that they got them wrong, but I don't think it was it was that bad. And he, equally, he's you know he's talking about the standard of officiating, and if he genuinely cared about that, he'd he'd call out the fact that Havertz should have got sent off as well. I know no yeah. manager in the history of ever has ever done that but if they're all serious about it you want you know you want to give your point a bit of extra rate you go well have it shouldn't be on yeah and, mm. and say just the ref had an all-round awful game but instead it just looks like he's whining because his team conceded a goal it's funny and though because all the controversy aside it was awful defending from arsenal for that goal they just completely switched off and yeah. had it in and it, you know it's funny though because like after that liverpool spurs game and you the goal disallowed, Arteta actually came out and said, well, mistakes happen. You've got to support the referees. And then he goes and does this when a mistake happens. Because there's that's no emotion when it's not team. your team. Yeah. Is there? Yeah. And that's the but point. That's, we, that's we an Arsenal manager defending Spurs, though, isn't team. it? It's an Arsenal manager defending Spurs. That's weird in itself. Like, If you yeah, can do that, why can't you say that Havertz should have been sent off? Exactly. Well, that's what I mean, I just, I, no one ever will. They'll only ever back yeah. up their own team because they're raging because they lost the game or it cost them points. It's just a purely emotional reaction, and it was, it was the same when Klopp asked for a replay. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah right, okay. I mean, it was an awful decision, but asking for a replay was just stupid. And then Liverpool put out a statement, and now Arsenal have put out a statement yeah. as well, backing up Michael Arteta. Why do they need to put out these statements? No, you know, they need to... they've, they've been talking about it non-stop for the last couple of days on all the different networks, and everybody's saying it's a complete overreaction from Arsenal. And I think, I think as well, you know, there are some decisions that you know you could maybe disagree with a contest, but every single week, it does feel like a single VAR decision gets picked out. And mm. that's all we've got to talk about for the week. And Usually for bigger teams. And it's actually, you mm. know, if you look at it sort of in the cold light of day, it's actually not that big a decision. Mm. You know, there's very few really blatantly bad ones like the Liverpool Spurs one. Um, yeah. spe speaking of Spurs, they've lost both their centre-backs now. So Romero's been sent off and Van de Ven's gone well, off injured. Two people sent off. So oh, Van de Ven's no, he's, he's, Yeah, he's injured. done his hamstring. Oh, he's, um, he's been great this so season, by the way. He's on, been one of the signings of the season so far. So they brought um, they brought Dyer on when Romero got sent off. They're bringing on Emerson Royal and Ho Joyberg now, so that's going to be interesting to see what oh, he's talking about. Madison off. Ooh. Hmm. That's hmm. a strange one. Maybe he's yeah. got some sort of knock or something like that as well. Really? Quite but... Yeah, a couple of minutes ago. You know, it's kind of time that Spurs did get a few injuries. We were kind of talking about this well, yeah. earlier on because yeah. our team, ever the other team, just seems to be absolutely plagued by injuries. And so far, Spurs just haven't had any as the season went because, on. Because they've not been stretched. Them, but... They're not. They they're haven't injured anybody. anybody. They've played nobody. Probably a factor. Well, the, that's not true, Mac. That's not true. I don't. They've only played. They've only look at. They've only played Liverpool and Arsenal. Liverpool. <laughs> right, so that's, that's, that's two, of the, two of the teams that's in the current top four. Yeah, but that's so outside it. of Man City, who's who's bigger to play? Newcastle. They've played United as well. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're not talking about uh, the table teams. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was going to say that. But 
I mean, like to me, that wasn't an impressive victory for them. I'm just being honest. It was no. kind of like the way they were playing. I that was uh, that to happen, but that was that was during my football blackout, so I got no comments on that actually. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> uh, but you know, they are they are playing quite well, and I guess that gets us to to kind of discussing the league table a wee bit, and you know where we are at the moment. Tell if you can bring up the kind of league table that we've got at the moment. So. As I said, we've got a top four there, City, Arsenal, Liverpool and Spurs. Does anybody think any of those four will not finish in the top four this year? Spurs, if they get yeah, to the injuries. Yeah, I depends what of this injury does. I think um, as well, if, they're going to lose They're going to lose the two best players in, in January and February as well, Son and Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think right. Spurs will be interesting to see how they cope with that. So yeah, they have you know they've got they've got the they've got one game a week to the end of the season apart from the FA Cup so that will That's that what I was going to say though they're out the league cup yeah. already so even when they get injuries you know it's not as they can still play the strongest 11 for 90 minutes mm. every game you know so I don't know I think I, I think he's done well I could see them yeah. you know it'd be I mean, very yeah, hard for anyone to catch they play brilliantly definitely that top four. Uh, that, that's yeah, probably brilliant, the only yeah. team that was yeah, the other three will yeah. yeah, I mean, well, let's not even discuss Man City because you know, if they don't win it, it'll be a shock. But they're definitely getting top four no matter what. Yeah. Um, it, yeah. Is there, if we look at the next couple of places in the table, it's like Villa and Newcastle, right? I could kind of see that being where the two of them end up, but hopefully us ahead of them in the Champions yeah. League spot. But do you know what I mean? Villa. I haven't really been resting players much, really, have they? Even in Europe. I Newcastle's... think as well, if... Yeah, I think they were trying to get through first and then they'll rest yeah. the players once they're going. Yeah, but Newcastle's but... injury list's ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> because be we've factor, been... that, that is and... going to catch up with us eventually. Yeah, yeah. It, it really I is. Think, I think as well, if, if Villa are still in Europe in April, they're going to focus on that. And, you know, they could... Drop a few points in the league because they. I guess know, they could, you know, they're, get into they're... the Champions League that way as well. But, well, no, um, they get into the no, they, they get into the Europa League because they're in. Oh, because they're, they're in conference. Yeah, that doesn't really help well, that much, does it? I think. Yeah, I mean, I think they. You know, you'd hope they'd value winning a trophy over qualifying for the Champions League because they're not the fans. Not champ- anyway, yeah, they're not a Champions League team yet. Definitely, if they, you know. So you'd think well backed, rich team, plenty of money to spend. Yeah, they know, get into the Champions just, League, their budget goes were, up. And remember, they're still spending the Grealish money in terms of they're not yeah. best for FFP. But yeah. I, you know, if they play, if they because because all you know, the whole thing is the high line that they play, and when it comes off, it's great. But if not, they get destroyed, and that's happening against Forest. You know, picture that against <laughs> like Bayern Munich or Real Madrid. They're just going to get destroyed. They're not. They're not ready for that yet. Yeah, exactly. You would have said the same about us last year, and you know, sometimes you just have to take it when it comes, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what do you think Man United will finish? I, I think genuinely. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it will be in the European places in some in some ways. I I almost hope we sort of do a Spurs and fall out of the European places and just really properly properly reset. You know, yeah, I don't have think some time week to week to actually get some... any favour. Yeah. yeah, could you um, really imagine Manu without European football? Oh, yeah, it has to happen. Yeah, 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 no, that, but still, <laughs> it's just, but I just, you know, I and it'll I probably end up meaning 
you know, this is a bit this is a bit idea. This, but you know, it'll probably end up meaning Ten Hag loses his job. But I would like to see what he could do with <clears> three <throat> weeks that Ange Postecoglou's got at Spurs at the minute, and actually, you know, somebody somebody <laughs> yeah. upstairs looking after all the off the pitch stuff. Let him actually just be on the training ground for a bit and see what yeah. he can do. But it, you know, he's not going to be given that time. If yeah. we don't want fall out of Europe, he'll get sacked. We don't want Ten Hag to lose his job. Yeah. He's doing no. great. <laughs> Yeah, yeah from, from a point of view, but you know, I can kind of understand the Man United point of view, and as like we've done this before, though, so why just do yes. the same thing? We know where this road goes, and there's so no one, there's, this, you know, there's no one out there that's sort of itching to take Steve, the job Steve either. Bruce is available, right? Good family, Anyone man. Would be lucky to have him. Anyone, Anyone would be lucky, to have, lucky him. to have such an experienced man. A thousand games in football, he's managed, you know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Dave, um, <laughs> where do you start? I mean, this could be the start of your season tonight, but where where do you actually see Chelsea finishing up this year? Oh, last time we played against a team who had 10 men, we lost 3-1, so I'm not getting my hopes up. <laughs> um, how do you predict where Chelsea end up? Really, all over the place. I, we haven't it's been hard. helped with injuries. We've, we've had a pretty much a yeah, first bad injuries, injuries yeah. since the beginning, especially our... Who everyone's in looking Kunku. forward to on Kunku, yeah. Um, so everybody's just thinking as soon as he comes back, that's all our problems solved. But you know, Chelsea never been able to finish since like Costa's gone. He's not really a main, he's not like a centre forward, though. He, no, he's, he's more, more of a of second a... striker, yeah. yeah. I uh, forgot you had him. still need a, a number I, nine, yeah. don't you? I guess, yeah. I guess the difference between Chelsea and United at the minute is like you can see how Chelsea want to play, they just haven't got someone to. Put it away. Finish it. Yeah. Whereas and United are very and much. The teams all twenty-two, so they don't have yeah. any experience. You know, you know United are, are very much players when they grow up. Yeah. You know, they there's there's things that Ten Hag wants to do with United, but I think it's like I said, it's it's he's fighting fires, so all of the tactics have all gone out the window. Like you know, he brought in Anana to be able to play out from the back and all that sort of thing, but he got lobbed a couple of times in pre-season, so Anana's got to stay on his line now rather than play as a third centre back like he was. Um, yeah, which Martinez kind of and... is whatever they expected him to come in and do, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Mm. Um, Martinez and Shaw, who were also really important in the build-up, apart from being really good defenders, they weren't great at the start of the season and they've been injured for, what, three months now and, and not due back anytime soon. So, But, you know, Chelsea sort of, you can see what they're the trying to do. The are crazy this year. Yeah. It can't be denied yeah. for all our teams are suffering. And obviously we've lost one to a betting addiction as well but um but you know i had that one of the injuries as well and you know we see me every game we have there's someone else away today dan burn out for several months murphy out for i don't know how long target out for several months as well so basically lost us are both first and second choice left backs sorry we've got a little swallow. Okay. we have another <laughs> <laughs> so you know it's all good um, I mean, who's winning the title? Does anybody, is anybody get a chance City. to beat the city? Yeah, it's going to be I don't think anybody's good enough to beat them. There's only We're one team that I think might challenge, and that's what, probably Liverpool. Liverpool. Mm. They're playing in, in a few weeks, I think. They're some run. Yeah. They're playing at the end of the month, so that'll be an interesting one. Yeah, yeah, if you beat them and they get some momentum, Liverpool are capable of doing it. I just don't, I think Arsenal are good, but I just don't think they're quite title challengers yet. I don't honest. think they're as good as last season. Which is crazy uh, when you consider the yeah. money they've spent. Yeah. But the 60 odd million of that went in the habit, so mm. I mean I really why, you know. he should you know he should be stepping up and doing what Odegaard does when Odegaard's not there. 
Like that's the that's I know, the, I know the drawing him out in different but, roles, but at the very like at the bare minimum, that's what he could be doing. Hmm. Yeah, instead Never of trying done to break it for people's legs. either. <laughs> Yeah, he's out there playing as a as a hard tackling midfielder instead. <laughs> what about the relegation? Does anybody think that the it's not going to be the bottom three that are going to be the three that come up? Nah, Luton, Luton, the seventeenth at the moment. So yeah, I say Luton it, might. I, yeah. I think yeah, they'll go down November if they can have an. I think I don't know if Luton can have a few more nights like last night in terms of getting the crowd fired up. They might be able to survive because Bournemouth, yeah. Bournemouth are a bit nothing. Like Luton have at least they're not very good, but they've got something about them. Whereas are like Bournemouth, Bournemouth and Burnley, the only other are... option. Like if one of them yeah. miraculously survives, yeah. is Bournemouth the only candidate? I don't yeah. think so. I don't see yeah. anyone else. It's really you know last year we had what half the league could have gone down, but yeah. uh, it's not the yeah. same this year. No, no it's it's so far. It's a shame because Everton are sixteenth. I would like them to go down. But... Yeah, yeah, they they <laughs> play good foot. They're playing pretty well. They're just not finishing they're the doing chances. All right, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> they're going to, and they're, what you think is they're a team that are going to beat the teams around them and lower than them and stuff yeah, like that. Because I've got they, to say, they play Luke... percentage football, they, they're not going to go and get smashed three one off Luton or something mm. like that. It's just not how they play. But uh, Luton might start pulling them. away next weekend as well because they're playing United on Saturday. So. <laughs> oh, well, there's an easy three points for them. It's at Old Trafford, so it's nailed on. They are one of the worst teams in the league. I don't know how they beat Wolves because they're rubbish. Aren't Everton going to get a 12-point oh, yeah, deduction? Yeah. Uh, I mean, oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, even then, that. even yeah. then, I don't know. I imagine, the imagine though, like how how long Everton have now survived by the skin of their teeth every year. And imagine this is the year they get a twelve point deduction, and there's still three teams working yeah. in the <laughs> That would that would. I mean, be I think Everton, the bigger the bigger question is: Are Sheffield United going to beat Derby's record of the worst? Oh uh, no, nah, that's going to be too, too hard to beat. Uh, we say <laughs> yeah. every year. I mean, don't they, we? they were we on they year, were on track ever. until they beat Wolves, I think, but. I think it'll be close. Do you remember when Newcastle just... were on for that? And now look. Was that, it was in the same season that we... It was we the same tenth. season. Yeah, it's yeah. Just, yeah, yeah, when Bruce left and then suddenly... Well, the we, were, we were lower than... At that point, no one had ever survived from from that point when basically Bruce left and, and how <clears> come. <throat> um, and yet we finished 10th. Look at what's happened since then. And Champions League. Yeah, build, just build a statue. Just build a statue. Talking about Champions League. Um, we have got some games this, and this is the last thing we're going to talk about this episode. A few games for English teams uh, this week. We've got, um, we've got on Tuesday. We've got Dortmund versus Newcastle. They obviously Dortmund won at St James's Park. Sucks, but they did. Um, so we're playing them away, and then we've got City and Young Boys. They all just win that, so there's nothing much to talk about. So no, what about that's Dortmund men against Young Boys? Newcastle, <laughs> it, is, it really is. What about the Dortmund-Newcastle game, though? Predictions, Mick? We could be playing a wounded animal. They've just got an mm. absolute hiding of oh, Bayern Munich. Yeah, so I think... Excuse might me, want yeah. to make a statement after yeah. losing. But didn't they take a hiding before they came to St. James' Park as well? Yeah, yeah, they had yeah. a bad result before yeah. that as well. And then they played really well uh, on, the, on the day. And they probably deserved that win as well against... Those at St. James's. So. Uh, uh, we're good enough. Uh, it's going to be. Back in, it's, 
it's going to be hard. I think we could do with the win. I'd snatch your hands off for the draw. Yeah, I probably I think... would as well. Yeah. Are you guys think... expecting to be Europa, or I mean, where do you expect to finish in the group? Before the when the draw was made, I would have snapped your hands off for Europa. I really would have, and I'll still take that now. Yeah, I would as well. I would, I would I would as well. I think yeah. it's, it's been a really sort of, yeah, you know. yeah. It's been a really sort of topsy turvy group as well. I think Mil- Milan are the mm. only team who were like properly cut adrift at the minute, yeah. aren't they? Group of death. Um, you know, all these things happen. Every game is a tough one. Yeah, you know. So um, I just I don't, I don't know. I expected this I to think, go through. So yeah, I think given given you know your injuries up front, um, the midfield will have played what three games in a week. Callum Wilson can't really do that either. Yeah, I yeah I I think Dortmund will probably probably beat Newcastle. Point. I think if well, we play, if we play a false nine, Gordon in a false nine, that stops that Schlotterbeck coming into midfield. Yeah, I don't know, but we don't have the wingers to. We could, we could, injured as well. But um, I don't, I don't, I can't see. I just, it. I just can't see. I just don't think we've got the with the injuries we've got. I just don't think we've got a Champions League's just a bridge too far for us this season. If we kept yeah. that be fit to this point, we could rotate maybe, but nah. What I mean, we I think up against uh, Copenhagen. Think? I think we'll scrape another ugly one nil. <laughs> to be honest, it's going to be interesting. <laughs> it just to see... kind of feels like it will happen, doesn't it? Yeah, um, I th- it's going to be interesting to see whether Maguire plays that game or whether Varane comes back in because Varane's been on the bench but not playing, um, and Maguire's been been playing all right when he has been in, even though we've shipped a yeah, goals. Good he's, not, but he's not done like you know he's not been calamitous like Maguire normally is or is, is is sort of reputed to be and obviously you Can know you he, he was uh, it's going to be a struggle so we've got so we've got three points at the minute because we beat Copenhagen in the last round hopefully we'll beat Copenhagen again but we've got to go to Galatasaray and go to Munich and we're not going to get anything out of those two games so I think it's it's probably dropped down to the Europa League for us as well Play. Oh. Arsenal, Sevilla, I don't know, hard one. Anybody get any thoughts on that? Uh, I am probably Arsenal. Arsenal have been on at the same time as United, so I've got no idea how they're getting on in Champions League, to be honest. Yeah, I I think think did they not beat Sevilla last time? Yeah, yeah. yeah. More, yeah. yeah. And um, yeah. P- I think they had a big win against PSV as well, didn't they? Yeah. I think, I think, I think, they'll, I think they'll be fine. I don't I think, think it's a particularly yeah. tricky group, yeah. And Sevilla yeah, have got to drop down to the Europa League to knock United okay. out, so... Well, guys, <laughs> yeah. that kind of takes us to the end of the show. Uh, we will be covering those. Uh, we'll be on next uh, week as well, covering the weekend's fixtures. But we'll look over the results and see if we were right or wrong and what we said about the Champions League. Um, I've been Cam, that's been Dave, that's been Mick, and that's been Ryan. Uh, once again, please leave us, if this is the first video on the channel, uh, please leave us a like and subscribe, you know, start subscribing. We'll try and get more of these out. We will be covering on the Genreverse Sports uh, channel. We will be starting to cover some other sports as well, not just football or soccer, as you Americans might call it as well. Uh, so that's basically us. We'll see you next week. Um, We'll just leave you with one final little video. We've been talking about how bad refereeing has been in the English Premier League. But at least we don't have someone actually rugby tackling uh, one of the other players out the road in order to score a goal. So um, we'll leave you with a video and we'll see you next week. Thanks very much for watching. Bye. Repulsion is pulled in over the-
over the top of Takaoka, and uh, Schoff just got taken out there by the referee on the edge of the box as the ball was coming to him. Vanni Sartini cannot believe it. LAFC are racing forward with Carlos Vela. Buanga is to his left. It's Denny Buanga in an open net. Takaoka was up for the set piece, and the Whitecaps are furious with referee Tim Ford. Vanni Sartini is on the pitch. He cannot believe what he has just seen. semi-finals in the West. I've never seen anything like that.